This week on the Travel Tidbits podcast, join Ashley, Kate, Samantha, and Jamie as we discuss our thoughts on global entry, TSA PreCheck, and Clear, and how these services can help make travel more efficient and easier. Stay tuned. The Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Jamie Weidel, travel agent and owner of Pineapple Escapes. This week, I'm joined by three of our agents, Kate, Ashley, and Samantha, and the four of us recently traveled to Punta Cana to experience the new COVID testing requirements firsthand. This week, we are talking a little bit about global entry, TSA PreCheck, and Clear, and how all of these work to make travel easier and more efficient. So let's start with talking about global entry. Kate, I know you have global entry. Can you share with us what global entry is and why you decided to invest in it for your family? Yes. My husband and kids and I got global entry because we like to travel internationally. And with global entry, it's also like a TSA pre-check. So you can skip lines or and go to the shorter line where hardly anyone is. It's definitely faster. You do not have to remove your laptop, electronic devices, liquids. You don't have to take your shoes off. And then you go right through the security line. And then coming back, the express line through customs and, and immigration was definitely way shorter using that line opposed to the long line. We've benefited from this when we came back from Jamaica and Bahamas. And we also went on a training trip to St. Lucia. Jamie Christie and I were there and we had to have a short layover in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And poor Christie did not have the global entry. So she was in a very, very long line and literally almost missed her boarding for her next flight. Whereas Jamie and I had the global entry and we just jumped right through the line and got to our gate and we had plenty of time to spare. I, I, yes, that was definitely one of the many benefits that I have seen. We, we were through customs in maybe 10 minutes. It took no time at all. And just coming back from our Punta Cana trip this week, I mean, we were through there in five minutes. We had both taken carry-on bags, so we didn't have to get our bags or anything. And we were out of there in no time at all. So it's definitely a big time saver overall. I would say that if you're going to do any international travel over the next five years, this is definitely a good option for your family. The cost is $100 per person for five years, and you must have it for all of your family members, even minors. We will include a link in our show notes so you can apply for global entry. So you have to apply online, and then you have to have an in-person appointment at U.S. Customs and Border Protection. There are locations at most of the major airports, all international airports, and you must have a valid passport to apply. Kate, whenever you applied, where did you go for your in-person interview? We went up to Rockford, which is like 45 minutes north of us. It's a small airport, so it was very easy. We went in, they got our picture taken, did our fingerprints, asked us a few questions, and we were out within 15 minutes for the four of us. 
Yeah. And that's actually where we did it too. Obviously, I live near where Kate does. So we also went to Rockford Small Airport. It was really easy. Took no time at all. We actually ended up going to a water park for the rest of the day. So we did our global entry and then went to the water park to kind of round out the day because Mike had to take off work to be able to go for the in-person appointment because their work hours are the same as his. But I do think it is very beneficial. It's a ginormous time saver and overall a positive. Kate, anything else to add on global entry? Uh, No, other than the fact that if you do domestic, it's just called the TSA pre-check. And the difference is $15. It's only, I think, $80 or $85 for TSA. And if you're going to do it, you might as well just do global entry because it's only like $15 more. And it's, you know, very beneficial. Yes, I, I completely agree. So for those that don't have a passport, TSA PreCheck is the option. But if you have a passport and you're going to be traveling internationally at all in the next five years, you're better off to just do the global entry because it's only $15 more. So with the TSA PreCheck, if you don't have a passport, this is the option for domestic flights. At this point, we don't have to have real IDs yet. They keep pushing back the date for real ID to be implemented but eventually you will need a real ID to fly even domestically. If you have your passport, global entry is the way to go. If you just have a regular driver's license or ID, TSA pre-check is the way to go. It's the same as global entry with the security check. It's a much faster line, an express line. And this option only allows you to travel domestically. So you would not be able to go to anything outside the continental U.S., Hawaii, and Alaska with TSA pre-check. Overall, average security time with pre-check is usually about five minutes. I haven't really experienced it to be much longer than that, Um, especially right now with flights being less full. It's even faster, but it is definitely a much faster process. And the real benefit for me is I typically travel with my laptop, with a Kindle, with a lot of electronic devices. Plus, if I have my carry-on bag, I have, you know, my liquids and all of those things. And you don't have to take those things out if you are going through the TSA pre-check line. So I think that is very beneficial, not having to take off your shoes, not having to worry about those different things as you're going through the line. Kate, anything else to add about TSA pre-check? No, I think like for both of them, it's easier when you have kids too, because for the kids to take all their liquids and electronics and gaming systems out of their bags, get through all that, it's it's such a hassle. So I believe that this is very beneficial if you have kids too. Yes, I agree. And so the thing is, like, when you fly to Europe, but then you fly home, you're not going to have the pre-check on your way back. So with my kids, they're used to the domestic pre-check. But then when we are flying out of Europe, they have to take everything out, take their shoes off. And we end up with, you know, 16 of those little like airport containers filled with stuff because my laptop has to be in a separate one. Their gaming systems have to be in a separate one. So we end up taking up quite a bit of time just getting all of our stuff out and then repacking everything going back through the line. So I definitely agree that it is worth it, especially if you travel relatively often. So one of the things that I have recently purchased for myself and for my family is clear. This is another way to cut down the line even more when you're traveling. I'll put links for 
the TSA pre-check. And I already said that I would put one for global entry in the show notes so that you have links to be able to purchase all of these things if there's something that you want to have to cut down the lines. But I had looked into Clear for about a year and researched it some and decided that I needed to actually try it to be able to explain it a little bit better. But basically what it does is it scans your eyes or your fingerprints and then that allows you to bypass the ID check before security. So while TSA pre-check is fast, this is even faster. So basically you go up to a kiosk, it scans either your fingers or your eyes or both depending on the situation. You scan your ID or your boarding pass and then you get go right through. So usually you have to stop at the TSA agent before you go through the metal detector and security right there. And this allows you to bypass that. They don't even look at your ID or any of that. It's all in the kiosk. So it's extremely fast. I flew out of O'Hare to Punta Cana last week and I was through that in about four minutes. So I think that was the fastest I had ever been through one of those lines. You do still need global entry or TSA pre to have the faster security experience to be able to not take out your laptop, not take off your shoes, all of those extra things. So if you, it would, while it gets you past the TSA agent, it does not get you out of taking out your liquids and all of those other extra things if you don't also have global entry or TSA pre. However, it is expensive. With the link that is in our show notes, it does give you two months free so you can try it. But it is $179 per year for one person. And then there's a family plan where you can add up to three adults for $229. It's $50 extra per adult. So for myself and my husband, it was $229 for a year. Minors are included with their parents, though. So that is a perk. So with three kids, that kind of cuts down the cost a little bit. But it is a little bit different in that it doesn't require an in-person interview. So both TSA Pre and Global Entry do require in-person interviews. But it's really kind of high for what it is, whereas you're still getting a much shorter line with TSA Pre or Global Entry. This cuts it down a little bit more. So it's extremely fast. So if you're a business traveler, if you travel you know, a few times a month, I can see where this would be really beneficial to you to not have to wait in the lines. But it's also much more expensive, whereas you can get global entry for $100 for five years or TSA pre for 85 for five years. To pay $179 per year for one person, the cost really is kind of prohibitive for someone who isn't traveling consistently and constantly. One thing to think about too with Clear is it is only at select airports currently. So a lot of airports don't have it. I'm lucky to live next to Chicago. So both O'Hare and Midway do offer Clear, but it is not something where it is offered across the board. So that is something to look at as well if the airports near you offer it. One thing I am kind of interested to see is they are talking about a health pass or a vaccine pass to see how Clear would maybe interact with this. I do think something like this probably is in our future. We don't have all the details on anything like this at this point, but if, you know, COVID vaccine is required for travel, how that would integrate with something like Clear or global entry will be interesting to see how that progresses. So those are basically the three ways that you can kind of get through security and customs a little bit faster. 
And if you have comments or questions about any of this, we would love to talk about this again in a future episode. So you can always leave those comments as a comment on our show notes for us. And we can talk about your questions and other things that you might be interested in. Ashley, Samantha, anything else um, that you think I didn't cover here with these three? Yeah, I think I have used TSA PreCheck randomly. Like I think kind of when it first come out, maybe at least in Nashville, and they were randomly giving it to people. I have never actually applied for it. But yeah, the line was just, it was much shorter and nice. So I think that will be, that is a, a really good thing for somebody who travels often. I will be applying for my global entry one soon. (laughs) Yes, you're going to need it, especially now that you're traveling more often. You're definitely going to want that and need that to make the whole process a little bit easier. And and I think $100 for five years is is a reasonable cost overall for the benefits that you get from it. Right. And the time savings. So let's go ahead and jump into our slice of life. So... Obviously, the four of us just got back from Punta Cana. And so we talked a a little bit about this in our last episode and all the different COVID features and procedures. But let's talk about a little bit more of the fun stuff for our slice of life for this episode. So we were all lucky enough to be able to stay in the preferred club section at Secrets Capcana. And we really enjoyed that. So Samantha, tell us a little bit about some of the benefits that you found staying in the Preferred Club. So when we checked in, first of all, they took us to the Preferred Club lounge. So at this point in time with the capacity restrictions, the main lounge was not crowded. But had it been normal times and a bunch of flights arriving at the same time, you know, sometimes you have to stand in line in the lobby for 30 minutes before you can even start to get checked in. So we got to bypass the main lobby and go straight to the preferred club lounge. It was a much quicker um, check-in process. Um, the butler that we got that was assigned to our rooms, like literally gave us his cell phone number. You text him if you need anything. He took notes on what our favorite drinks were so that he could have them in our rooms in our mini bar for us. So, I mean, just right off the bat, as soon as you get there, you just, uh, you know, the service that you get it's much, well, I won't say the service at the regular, you know, the service at the secrets anyway is nice. So you don't not get service if you're not preferred lounge, but you get a much more detailed service in the preferred club. Yeah, I agree. A more elevated service overall. Ashley, what were your thoughts staying preferred? Yeah, like Samantha said, just from the get-go, it was a different level of service, one that I had not experienced. I thought it was awesome. I know we had access to, like Samantha said, the preferred lounge, which has its own bar there. There was the preferred restaurant where we ate, had breakfast and lunch a few times. The preferred beach, all of that, I just thought was was really um, nice. Not, I mean, they were all very nice. But like we mentioned, in in a time where maybe it would be more people around, the preferred side definitely has that exclusive, more quiet feel to it. If you wanted to kind of get away from it all, which we could really do anywhere at this time, but it was just still nice to have those little spots where you could go and it, it just be a smaller 
smaller group. So I think not to too, mention the butler and all of, you know, that. <laughs> I do think that the preferred club side is quieter. So it's more restful for those that want more of a quieter experience. They don't want to be in the middle of the beach volleyball game, you know, on mm-hmm. the regular side of the beach. And there's more service on that side as well. Like we were brought plates of barbecue to our beach chairs on the preferred side. We were brought a bucket filled with ice and water as soon as we sat down on the preferred side. Mm-hmm. The chairs and and other things on the preferred side are a little plusher, a little more elevated in comfort and style. So there's definitely a, another level of luxury to staying in the preferred club over the other. The regular side of Secrets Capcana does have concierges that are usually over like an entire floor or an entire building. But our butler only had, I think he said 13 rooms that he was in charge of. Mm-hmm. And so he was actually still texting me this morning and asking me about the weather and wanted to see a picture of the snow and, <laughs> and different things like that. So I think, I mean, it's just a whole different level of service that makes a difference. So our butler was Steve's. So we'll give him a little shout out and he ever Yay. listens to our podcast. Uh-huh. So, but he was, <laughs> he was pretty was awesome. And he was, yeah, Steve's was great. I would, I would like to point out too, if you've never stayed preferred level. So when you stay in the preferred club portion, you can still utilize the entire resort. You're not restricted to that side. So if you don't stay preferred level, you are restricted to the non-preferred sections of the resort. But when you're preferred level, you can use the entire resort. So we could still go down to the bigger part of the beach where they had the live music and the beach volleyball games. But then we could retreat to our own corner when we wanted to relax in social distance and not be around the crowds. Yeah, and and I think that was a very nice part for us for what we were there for was to be able to experience both sides and to see the differences between the two. And I thought it was really nice, especially the first morning when we went to breakfast and it was right there poolside. And I mean, that was just a lovely experience to be able to sit there. The food was really good. And they went out of their way to make sure that we were cared for and taken care of. I think it's just a whole different level of upgraded luxury to have those little benefits and to feel so taken care of. Right. And and he made our dinner reservations. Yes. Steve's. Yes. Yes. He made, I don't know if it was a preferred club side of things, but having the crepes by the pool the day that we were in the pool and the man came to do crepe side or poolside crepes for us. Blueberry and white chocolate crepes. Uh, delicious. Maybe they do that on, on the non-preferred side too. But and just eat at the side of the pool with my crepe. That was fantastic. No, I, I agree. I mean, you can't beat that. I mean, we were just hanging out in the pool, spending the afternoon and to have somebody making crepes poolside and made to order. He had like banana Nutella. He had strawberry white chocolate, blueberry white chocolate. I think I ended up getting banana, blueberry and white chocolate. And it was amazing. It was so delicious. And I mean, you're here. It's just, we had our drink cups refilled all the time. I mean, we're all Coke and Diet Coke drinkers. So we drank enough Coke and Diet Coke to <laughs> float, <laughs> float away. away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it it was just it was a whole different level of being cared for and I don't know about you guys but I definitely needed a little break after a little pampering yes it was it was nice and needed I will say there is nothing quite sitting poolside with your feet in the pool staring at the ocean eating a freshly made strawberry and white chocolate crepe with them just like overflowing diet coke in my cup like that is that's heaven so it was very nice I agree so if you are considering preferred club depending on the price difference I think you can tell from the way we're talking we would all recommend it and and it's just it elevates the whole experience so especially if you're going for a special occasion if you're going for an anniversary mm-hmm. or a honeymoon yeah. I would say, hands down, it is worth the extra few hundred dollars to upgrade to Preferred Club and have that extra level of service. Do you guys agree? Agree. Definitely. Yeah. So that's kind of our slice of life for this week. Let's move into our Crush It segment. This is another one that's on Samantha. Samantha's become kind of our resident buyer. She's a bad influence on me because she buys all these things and then tells me about them and I want to buy them too. But this week, it is her travel bag um, that she uses on the plane. Samantha, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your travel bag and how you found it and why you like it. So my family and I, when we are trying to just cram in a quick weekend fly and trying to find something that's more economical, we fly Frontier Airlines a lot. So when you fly the budget airlines, you have to pay even for your carry-on bag. When you're paying $35 each way for each person's bag, it really takes away, you know, the benefit of using a cheaper airline. So we have these backpacks that fit within the specifications of a personal item. So it's free on Frontier or Allegiant. But so it's got all these pockets like a backpack on the outside. You have a place for your boarding pass, your wallet, your water bottle, your keys, and then, but it zips all, instead of just zipping at the top, it zips all the way around the perimeter of the bag. So when you lay it flat, it opens up like a suitcase instead of a backpack. So you can fit much more more clothes in there than you would like a normal school size backpack. I have one, my husband has one, my oldest son has one. And I mean, we've used these on several flights to cram as much as you can into them without having to pay for carry-on or checked luggage. So it works out really well for us for a quick weekend flight. Or when I went to Orlando a few weeks ago, I was able to pack all of my stuff in it. Unlike Christy, who rolled in with two checked luggage bags. (laughs) That was pretty funny. But I will say the only thing for me with this bag is I am short. I'm five foot tall. So it's a little bit bulky on my back. It gets a little bit heavy, but I'll take it to save $70 in luggage fees. So I actually got to look at your bag when we were in Orlando. And there is a story highlight on the Pineapple Escapes Instagram. If you want to actually see the bag in action, it's in our story highlights there because I did a video of it because I liked it so much. But I love how it opens up and you can kind of roll your clothes inside to fit a little bit more. And the way that it opens like a suitcase, I think makes it so much more valuable and usable than a traditional backpack as well. Plus all those pockets, you had 400 pockets on the thing. So I've actually been eyeing it. I'm looking at one. I think I want the Heather Gray color, but I haven't actually broken down and bought it yet, but it is on my list. So Samantha, how many pineapple rings would you rate your 
travel backpack? I would say a four and a half only because like I said, it's a little bit bulky and gets heavy on my back. Um, but yeah, it's nice. And like you said, and it's got the, a little zipper on the side that on, you know, when you unzip it, a little water bottle holder thing pops out. So you could get the little mesh pocket for your water bottle. So that's kind of one of my things that I always look for when I have a backpack is I need a place to put a drink in it when I'm at the airport. I think that's definitely something to look for. My travel bag that I have right now doesn't have that. And one thing that you and I had talked about previously too was, you know, one flight would basically pay for this bag. Like right. one time checking it to and from, you'd pay for this bag in full. So, I mean, overall, that is a good budget option if you are traveling on budget airlines frequently. So anyway, let's go ahead and wrap up for today. Thanks for joining us today as we discuss global entry, TSA PreCheck, CLEAR, and talked about our favorite travel backpack for those of you that are flying on budget airlines. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. And our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links for social media. We'd love to have you join our community. Bye, guys. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.